You are listening to Life Stories with me, Natalie Miller-Snell. Throughout this series, you'll hear honest conversations with inspiring people. And I am so super excited and so very grateful for my guests who have been incredibly candid about their journeys. So sit back and prepare to be inspired. Hello, everyone. Now, one of the things I promised myself over the recent year was that I wanted to get back in touch with my energetic and spiritual side of being. So I am super excited for today's show because I am joined by not only a singer, but she specializes in sound and she's a spiritual healer, a divine channel. And I'm super excited to have you on the show. Please put your hands together for the absolutely fabulous and wonderful Diana Nash. Oh, what an intro. Can you just follow me around? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Do you know what? I love doing it. And I know it seems a bit, uh, I mean, I don't, I think folk who listen to the show are used to it now, you know, an applause and, you know, talking about someone before you intro. But it's really lovely to hear that stuff, right? Reminds you what you've done and you've achieved and who you are and that kind of celebration for sure. I love (laughs) it. Lovely. How are you today? Great to have you on, Diana. I'm good. So, you know, this morning, has been challenging but I have leaned in and reconnected and pulled on all the tools you know and something that you'll discover along our conversation is I will always turn up as me and the preconception is right that you know oh you're you're a coach or you're a healer so you must be all right all the time and no no we're not all right all the time so I've done the work this morning. I've lent in, I've shaken it off. And here I am so excited now in the right energy and just so excited to connect. So the long answer to your question is I'm great now. <laughs> uh, no, I love that. And we literally spoke a little bit before we started recording this and, and you've hit the nail on the head. There's an enormous amount of expectation, almost pressure as well for folk to show up in a particular way dependent on who and what what they are if you like or who and what they do you know from a sports personality to a singer to um, you know someone who's perceived as being totally on it from a spiritual uh, motivational energetic point of view but everybody without exception experiences those moments of funk or uncertainty or other clouded so I'm, I'm very grateful that you shared that actually and what is it that you did to get yourself out of it how did you manage to get through it this morning um so for me one of the big things I always talk about is connection 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 because if you're not connected to yourself how on earth can you navigate life if you don't understand yourself how then can you translate that outwardly so I got still I listened, I connected, I meditated. Um, I wrote a little bit. I'm closing my eyes as I talk to you because I'm just going back into that energy. And I just got really still and I asked myself, what's going on? And I did the, the inquiry, right? The digging, the digging, the just noticing because how often do we sit and notice? So I noticed and then I said, okay, what do I want to do about this? What feels right? Because my spiritual practice varies every day, depending on how I feel, what mood I'm in will vary on what I need. So after I got still, I then decided, Diana, no, you don't need to go and do um, chanting or whatever. What you need to do is go and put on some music. So I put on some music (laughs) and I danced and I put on all my old favorite hip hop songs. And I was in the bathroom and I was shaking it out. So that's how I shifted this morning. But it is 
so different every single time I tune in. So it is connection, tuning in. And today I use sound from old school sound to get me back in the vibes. So many beautiful things with what you've just said. And actually, I've got the benefit of seeing Diana on screen here. This is audio for everyone listening. But just watching you, your body, your listening to you as well, and seeing how instantly you relaxed your energy and you went within. Yeah. Felt that reconnected what's going on to your point. We don't pay attention to the small things. Now I'm bringing that in as a habitual thing now within my day. Gratefully, I have a hot tub. So every morning I'm up, I'm up early in the hot tub and I listen to a, me a meditation, a guided oh. one. It, and it sets the tone for the day. It enables me to set intentions and it enables me to perhaps be more open and allow my mind to you know, the neuroplasticity um, that we have to pick up on the good things as opposed to the bad things and then set the intentions and move forward from that. Oh, I love what you said. I love it. So for, for everybody, um, for everyone who's not familiar with your good self, let's learn a little bit about you, your journey, because you've just mentioned sound. That's a huge part of your life, isn't it? From, I mentioned earlier, the singer as well. Please share how you got into what you're doing. Um, so I, I used to say, oh, I accidentally fell into this, but now we all know there are no such thing as accidents. Um, so I started life as a singer and a performer. So I was always very small. I don't know why I'm telling you this, but there'll be a reason. I was always <laughs> very small. Um, I always had this voice and I came from a really big family. And actually sometimes you had to be loud to be heard. And what I noticed was that I had a beautiful singing voice and I would use that for a long long time I went down the path of I'm going to be a performer so I wanted to be in musicals and I went and trained and then I was going to be a singer and a recording artist so I was trying to get the record deal and it never happened and it really really shook me because alongside that being a singer was also that thing of you have to put yourself out there right and either you're not the right look or you're not the right sound and and there's a lot of rejection and something within me felt that deeply that was something I struggled with for a long time was self-belief and how I felt about myself but the one thing that always came with me was music and as soon as I started to sing I was in a different place. My eyes were closed, either singing as the hairbrush or to, you know, an audience. I was there and I could sing these other people's words. And it was like I was singing what I needed to sing to express myself, because that was something I struggled with as well, was to express myself. But when I got that microphone in my hand where I just let loose, that's when my soul came alive because, oh, I was expressing. So music and sound has always moved me. And I've always been fascinated by people, understanding them. What do they do? Why do they do that? Why are they thinking that? How have they got here? And how the way they're feeling is showing up in what they're doing? Because I've always been able to see that deeper level, that inquiry, but why? Why? And I've always loved helping people. So really sound and music have always been a part of my life. I've done loads of different things. I've done the singing and songwriting, um, been in bands, been in um, theatre shows, singing. So I've always been creative and continue to be creative. 
but this passion of helping people, understanding people, then um, led to me doing a career working with challenging young people because I was leading singing workshops in schools. And I got spotted by somebody that said, I really like what you do. I think you'd be a really good fit. And so I went out on the streets working with the young people who were in trouble of, or at risk of uh, antisocial behavior and offending. And I was working with high level um, cases with really traumatic experiences these young people were having. And I, I ended up in a career for 10 years and at the same time, I was teaching singing workshops and I was doing one-to-one -one, um, singing lessons in schools. So music was still a part of it. Wow. And then I got to the point where I then had my two children by then and I just realized I was burnt out. And all of this energy that I was taking on board with these people that these young people, I would leave them at the end of the session and not know if they were gonna be okay. I wouldn't know how I was gonna find them the next week. And that was just so draining, not understanding being an empath yeah. on the impact of me. And then I came home to my children and I had nothing left to give. And so I got to the point where I reached burnout. And then I made the choice to, to leave that job, which was hard. And um, that's when I stepped back onto my spiritual path. and. I realized that sound and music was not meant for me in a way of being a performer. It was meant to be healing. That's when I transitioned and that's when I started on the journey and leads me to where I am now. Oh, I feel content listening to you speak. I feel like my, my heart is being held and massaged and loved, if that makes sense. It's really quite lovely listening to what you were saying. And uh, if we may just jump back into you talking about your work and then how that moves forward as well. When you, when you help folk and when you're an empath and when you work in an energetic you know, capacity, whether or not you're consciously aware of it, we do pick up others' emotions. We yeah. do pick up energy and it does kind of stick to us as well. Yeah. Um, and there's a need for that, uh, almost a protection, isn't there, around you when you're dealing in, in that way. So I fully understand what you meant when you say, you know, there's the burnout, but there's bringing things on and taking them on like you're, they're your own almost to a degree. Oh, yeah. How do you help yourself or how would you recommend others help themselves if they find themselves in similar situations, just to kind of protect yourself when you are engaging in very deep conversations or energetic situations where you just need to take a stance and look after yourself? Yeah, so that's a really good question. And it's something I get asked a lot because regardless of how spiritual you are, everything is energy, right? And, and you know, when you listen to a piece of music or you see a film and you see someone upset, you feel that emotion. So I'm really big on, and I know I'm totally stepping off track, but I will come back, I promise. You carry on. Um, the, the whole spirituality, I think has a lot of preconceptions. And this is why I'm really, really passionate about talking and teaching people that it, it can be whatever you want it to be. It doesn't have to be that you wear a caftan and, and you know, just eat kale and float on a cloud. You know, that doesn't have to be. I, I love hip hop. I love being <laughs> silly. And I'm really super spiritual. So it can be whatever you want it to be. So to use the analogy that for people who aren't super spiritual, that 
you know, you can watch a film and feel that emotion and that is taking on the energy. So I just wanted to put that in perspective. So no matter where you are on your journey, you have an understanding. So really it's all about connection. I'll say it again and I'll say it a million times, understanding yourself, knowing where you are, because sometimes we're turning up into a situation. And if we started the day, take my day, for example, where I was feeling not great. And if I hadn't have acknowledged that and delved into that, I could have taken that energy into the conversations I had, how patient I was with my children, and then being triggered even more because my cup was less full, or my cup was so full even, let's switch that round. Yeah. So it's having that understanding first and going, okay, what's my energy doing today? What's my mood today? Right, I'm aware of that. And then if you're going into a situation where you know you've got to have a difficult conversation or you're going to see that person that's not really your vibe, but you've got to deal with them. It's about setting that intention of, okay, when I go into this, what do I want to experience? How do I want to feel? And then putting yourself in that mindset of, right, okay, this person sometimes makes me feel they're quite bossy. So actually, I'm just going to hold my own in this situation and it's going to be okay if I need to walk away or say no. So I think really almost giving yourself a bit of a talking to setting yourself because we're more than just the human, right? We've got the mind, but we've got the energy, the mental, the physical, the emotional, the spiritual. And it's really having an understanding of all of that and working the two together. So I always like to talk about we've got to use the mind, the body, the the emotions, all of it. And then a beautiful, beautiful exercise, which you might even be aware of, is I always say to start your day, you can just bathe yourself in a colour. You can ask, what colour do I need today? So sometimes a lot of people use white light because white is like the pure and you're just bathing yourself in that beautiful, pure energy. But you can also change the colours. So you can say, well, what colour do I need today? And whatever colour comes to mind, that's what you need and you can check in through the day too okay what do I need now because it might change and it's just accepting like okay cool pink don't know what that means even if you don't know what it means okay cool pink I want to surround myself with pink. with it they all have different meanings right so surrounding yourself in that bubble but also being really clear with your intention and if after you've been in that situation to then just come away from it and again do whatever you need to do whether that's a shower whether that's just sitting and breathing whether that's putting on some music just to shake off that energy so that you're not taking that with you would be my kind of whistle stop tour (laughs) (laughs) before during and after oh I love that I also find movement going for a walk perhaps it doesn't have to be an intense you know bit of physical exercise but just walking and allowing your mind either to run free you know because we talk about meditation and finding that stillness but sometimes it's actually good to you know let let your mind run and let it do its thing and then come back okay and work work it off with exercise I sometimes find Um, but I love that sorry sorry no go on I was gonna say I love that color idea I've yeah I often use white light I mean that's my go-to that's what I always think about and, and perhaps we'll come on to channeling too as well because I've very much used it before to opening up allowing the white light in clearing through first filling back up and then you know set, setting yourself in that sense but actually using a color is quite a powerful idea 
because it really depends on the moment. Yeah. So you're allowing whatever comes to you and running with that. Yeah. So for any folk who are perhaps still doubting or not sure about what we've just spoken about, I think your context earlier was marvelous in that we can all identify when you experience emotion as a result of something. When you mentioned the movie, I think that's a really great idea um, or, or, or great way of processing. We are energetic beings. Science tells us that we vibrate at you know, a speed that I can't begin to comprehend. None, none of us can. So there is a natural there's a, there's, a, there's a natural thing going on in and around us that affects us, you know, every physical thing that we see. If anybody is still doubting how to apply that, you know, to themselves or what that means walking through life or how they can position themselves differently, what do you advise somebody, particularly if they're coming to you for the first time? I need to sort my head out. I don't know what's going on here. How do you deal with that topic to first approach it? So I always say that, you know, we take care of our physical health. We take care, we're, we're getting better at taking care of our mental health. And actually your energetic health is just as important because if you're not on top of your feelings and your energy, that plays out in all areas. So if nothing else, sound healing, energetic healing, well, let's just take sound healing, actually. We know how we feel when we listen to a beautiful song. We know how we feel when we put on that, that song that pumps our energy up and we're, yeah, we're feeling in that mood because all of us vibrates to a different musical note. Every single cell in your body resonates to a different musical note. And so just as when we hear things that don't sound nice, like a car alarm or people shouting, our, our bodies physically don't like it. So life itself as well comes with that energy of things that don't feel nice so if we're just taking that on all the time then that's what we're surrounding not only our mind our emotions but our physical and energetic self so it's just about coming back to stillness and just finding that sense of peace and connection that's where we start it doesn't need to be any more than that you don't need to understand all the principles it really doesn't matter so I always say just come with an open mind and just feel so many people listen to meditation tracks now right it's, it's yeah okay to go on YouTube and find a meditation track well this is exactly the same but it's it's deeper than that because it's tuning into what you need what your body needs your energy needs and then me just being the channel delivering that that's what it's about let's talk a bit more about sound because as you say that I can see your beautiful bowls behind you how do you use that in a healing practice how do you use the sound what does that look like for anyone who's not familiar and how does that help a person I mean you've touched on it all already but just if you don't mind explaining that a bit further that'd be wonderful no I'd love to so your body you have your seven major chakras which are your energy centers and every single one of them relates to a physical mental and emotional aspect so let's take the throat for example if you're not familiar with the chakras let's take your throat and your throat is all about expression and so if you're somebody who finds that you get a lot of sore throats or you know you, you find it hard to get your words out or your throat goes dry a lot when you're trying to express yourself then that means there's a blockage in the energy around there and there's something that you need to say. And when we look at your energy, we build up a picture. So if I was to scan through your energy and I picked up something around the heart, so quite often 
the heart can hold our grief. That's where if we've had a grief that we've not dealt with, the energy can get blocked there. So it's also where the seat of the soul is. I say that's the gateway to our soul is the heart. So if I pick up, there's a blockage in your heart and your throat. What I'm going to say is I feel that there may be something that you're not speaking about that's really dear to you that really means a lot to you you're not speaking from your heart and so we start to build up this picture so every single one tells a story about what's going on in your life you don't need to tell me anything because the sound will know so how i use sound in healing is i use both the singing the singing bowls i have crystal singing bowls which are a higher angelic vibration and they're all set up down there from my last session wow have the Himalayan singing bowls which are a more earthy deeper sound um they're all so gorgeous and so as you'll notice I have a set of seven in each one okay each one resonates to each of the seven chakras because oh right yeah okay makes sense because each chakra resonates to a musical note so if you're a musical person, if you play an F on your instrument, you're going to be tuning into your heart chakra. So if you play a key of F, and that's why you'll find meditation tracks will be set in certain keys. And that's how they access the chakras. Got you. Fascinating. Makes total sense. Never processed that before. Okay, sorry, interrupting you. Yeah, no, 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 no. Um, so what I do is I connect into your energy. I take you through a beautiful guided meditation to still so you can let the conscious brain switch off and let the unconscious come forwards. And that's the place where we access the healing. I set the intention. So we'll have a consultation and I'll say, okay, well, what's going on? And then I almost do like a, a healing prescription with sound. So I know what's going on. You've told me a bit and then I'll tune in and go deeper. And so with that, I then play the sounds that I'm guided to, that I've prescribed for you by hearing your needs. And then we go through the body, the energy, all of that. And the sounds just go to where they're needed, working their magic. And I voice alongside using my singing, channeled sounds. So sometimes it makes no sense, but it's what I'm guided to. And sometimes the sounds are... No, they're not harmonious sounds, but it's what your body needs. Right. Sometimes I might channel light language or, you know, spirit might step forward and give a message in the middle of the healing. And that doesn't mean when I say spirit, it doesn't mean that your auntie Sue is going to pop in. <laughs> I was going to I was going to come back. Let's qualify those. But yes, Carrie, sorry. <laughs> but it is when I talk about spirit for me, I'm talking about that higher knowledge, that that connection into something that is bigger than us the collective wisdom that sits within us that we can all access and they'll come forward sometimes and share a message that you need to hear and the beautiful thing is that you don't need to be actively listening because your soul your energy and your body hears what it needs to hear and then we close the space with silence to allow the body to absorb the sound for the sounds to continue to move and then I close the space energetically, I bring you back, and then we talk through your experience. Oh, I just love all of that. I feel energetically different at the moment. I mean, I'm vibrating in a different way and it feels mad. It feels, I use the word magical for me because it's something when I feel like this, 
it's beyond words in terms of how at peace I feel and how wonderful it is. So to me, that's magic, you know, and I often use that expression. And when you were talking just then in terms of being on the, um, having somebody in the room with you, some we're unconscious half the time in terms of how our body feels or wants to react. And being in, you know, the, the presence of your good self, for example, going through experiencing that, particularly if you're an individual who's, for example, maybe doesn't meditate often or take that quiet space, this gives the opportunity for the body to do what it needs to, just to relax sometimes almost and allow things. Coming back to the, the shock points, as you mentioned, and I wrote down throat because it's the first one that came to my mind and I swallowed as I said it. Yeah. It has such an immediate I, I'm trying to find the right words here. They are so impactful, the chakras, and it's got such an immediate uh, thought to me because we can see whether or not we're conscious of it, someone's bodily reaction to when they're uncomfortable. And the throat is a particular one I notice because bo a, a body reaction, for example, you'll notice someone goes to their throat when they're uncomfortable speaking yeah. or they're unsure or they're nervous. The, you know, there's lots of courses you can get on body language and whatnot, but this is a really strong one, I think, yeah. and it's really there. Much like you said, if you're watching a movie and you feel you're upset or whatever, you you get a lump in your throat. I mean, we use that expression. Yeah. Yeah. It's we're we're clogging up that emotion that we want to release. You talked about if there's something you maybe need to talk about. Again, it's a lump there. Uh, and we often feel it. So any, I mean, I, I like you, they're, they're great examples, particularly if someone's a bit skeptical, because you can easily feel and identify with that. The shock points are amazing. And you, the heart one, solar plexus as well, you know, and if you are channeling through the head and through the feet, I haven't done that for years, Diana, I used to do it loads in my 30s. And I kind of went through a bit of a dodgy um, phase in my own life. And when I say dodgy, I wasn't in a good place. Yeah. And I had the thought that if I'm not whole and I'm unable to heal myself I didn't feel in a position that I could help or support or heal somebody else so I stopped doing it and I wonder if perhaps there was a level of skepticism that was trying to creep into my mind as well that wouldn't permit me to really get involved but I path now is almost demanding it of me and this is why I'm so excited that we're chatting and doing this and I'm bringing it into the podcast as well Tell me, what is it like for you doing this? How does it support you and everything? You know, just being more involved with your own energy, the sound. You sing. I listened to you sing. You were singing on Clubhouse the other day. It was brilliant. But it's, it's part of you. It's who you are, isn't it? It is. And I think big, big parts of, in fact, everything I do in my work with my clients has been born out of a necessity that I had within myself all the tools, everything is what I've used on my journey. So you know, from somebody who I hated my body, I didn't feel confident, I never felt good enough. I had bulimia for over 20 years. Mm. I mean, that's a whole deep conversation. When I started to peel back the layers and do the work, that's when I took the step. Every single thing I peeled off was a layer off and closer back to home, back to my soul self. So everything that I use, I've used on myself. And I always knew there was a bigger purpose. I just didn't know what it was. And I thought it was to be this big singer. So actually, when I do this work, it's gonna make me emotional because this is how deeply I'm connected to it. It is, it is coming home. 
It is mm. being so deeply immersed in my sole purpose, what I came to this earth to do. And every time I sound, every time I connect with somebody and just see the transformation, if that be, you know, from a taster session to a full in-depth one-to-one um, uh, program with me, every single time I work with somebody, it is that connection of souls and I love to connect sounding and how can I put this it's so deep that sometimes it's beyond words I know what you mean but it is that feeling of just being so deeply connected to my soul who I am who I was put on this earth not only as a human but as a spiritual being and truly embodying the two of those together and using that using my light to guide others home to their light it's, it's just beyond words. So I can't give it words, but it is that connection behind. I feel healed almost talking to you. Honestly, I've been really looking forward to this conversation so much. And literally, I feel like I'm going through my own meditation. It's just beautiful. There's a connection, even though we're not physically in the same room. I believe the energy is across the screen. It's a, it's a link, isn't it? Um, I'm, oh, this is absolutely wonderful. Thank you so much. What else is coming up for you, Diana, that you can talk about? Because you have a soul sanctuary. Is that right? Yeah. So I've got a membership that, um, oh, I just love it. This is another thing. So I recently just changed all my business, absolutely everything. And now, um, I'm bringing to life and birthing such beautiful new things. And one of them was the membership. So that's monthly sound healing. It is monthly spiritual guidance and live um, connected sessions where we get to connect and talk through. And that's called the soul circle. One of the sessions I do where we just sit, I open space and just bring guidance of what is needed. So that's a beautiful way to receive your sound healing with me. Um, I have a six-week program called Soul Aligned where I help connect the, the brain, the human, back into the soul and strip back the layers and start to do that work of rediscovering who you truly are, not who you've been told you are. Yeah. So back to the soul. I have my retreat coming up. I'm so excited. <laughs> oh, Wow. My retreat coming up um, in June. There's only a couple of spaces left for that, though. Um, and that's uh, just experiencing my sound, my magic, everything in person. Wow. Um, and just being free, right? Because how many of us actually just allow ourselves to be totally free? So I'm all about that. It's going to be a blend of everything. Time to just switch off, time to heal, time to laugh, time to connect. So I'm really excited for that. It's my first ever one, so that's so really. Good. Are you finding folk are coming to you more now, though? Actually, wanting to align with themselves a bit more because we've forgotten who we are, and I think COVID has almost forced our hand a bit because it's enabled us, and literally enabled us actually in a, a positive way. There's obviously a lot of negativity that came with it, but in a positive way to start relooking at the planet again, who we are, what is it we're standing for. Why are we working in this way? Why are we push us, pushing ourselves so hard? What is the purpose? What is my purpose? Who, who am I? Yeah. Are you finding you, you're having more conversations like that, particularly over the last year? Yeah. I think people are, I mean, if we go on a super spiritual level, the whole vibration of the planet is raising and we're becoming mm. conscious. 
So even if you think of it on a non-spiritual side, that people are becoming more environmentally conscious about what they're doing. And this is all part of just connecting back into the more simpler um, way of living. And I think people are really looking at what is important. And part of that is to do that deep inner work of saying, well, actually, do I want to be doing 80 hours a week and not seeing my family? Actually, no. And I think there's been a lot of uncertainty for people as they start on that journey of shifting. What is my identity then? What is my purpose? Who am I? And that is a big part when you step onto the spiritual path, right? Of we have to shed the layers, but that's what we're meant to do as humans. We're meant to grow and evolve. And evolve. The spirit guides us. That's who we are. It's our sat nav. That's what I say. (laughs) Our sat nav. (gasps) That's brilliant. What a great, what a great metaphor. But yes sat nav for life I, i'm gonna have to quote you and put that up on <laughs> on instagram on the social channels that is marvelous brilliant 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 uh, this has been really fantastic what a great start to the, for the day to have this conversation what um just to close it out and kind of wrap the conversation up what advice would you give anybody at the moment who's really in a pickle at the moment they may be stuck what they should do in terms of just that initial step doesn't have to be large but just to try and help themselves move forward so For me, the first thing I teach um, is breath because breath is the foundation of everything. It helps to still the mind. It helps to regulate the body. So just to take that time every single day, whether it's five minutes, whether it's half an hour, just to get still, to breathe and just to be, and it doesn't matter where you are, what you're doing, but it's just to take that time to just listen to get that body, you can feel it just as you say it, just to breathe, making sure that we are just present within ourselves for however long that is so we can start the day intentionally. That's my tip. Magical, beautiful. Oh, what a, what a beautiful soul you are, truly. And I've heard a lot of people say that as well, actually. So there's definitely something in it. Really, This has been absolutely wonderful. Thank you so much for joining me. Where can everybody find you, Diana? Is uh, Instagram the best place to do it? I'll put all of your details in the show notes anyway, but is that the best place to contact you? Yeah, um, there's in my bio, there's my link. So you can see a link to everything I do. There's a little freebie in there as well. There's a guide, to, a real guide to meditation. So if you want to download that freebie, that's also there in um, the link on my bio. And if you really have more questions, if you want to delve deeper, then just message me because I love connecting. So I never want anyone to think, oh, she's this, you know, unattainable person. No, I love connecting. So just reach out and message me. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Thank you so much for making my day all the richer and for for sharing with everybody listening. You're an absolute superstar. Oh, thank you for having me, Angel. Thank you. I'm sure this is the first of many conversations. I believe it might be, actually. I feel that too. (laughs) (laughs) And thanks, everyone, for listening. Take care. Look after yourself. Keep well. You have been listening to Life Stories with me, Natalie Miller-Snell. For all information related to my guests, please check the show notes. And if you wish to continue the conversation with us, please hashtag Life Stories on all social channels. If you enjoyed this show, please pop over to seizetheday.simplecast.com where you'll find my other shows. 
If you're interested to know any more about coaching, please visit me at nmscoaching.co.uk where you'll also find details of the latest workshops I am running. Thank you so much for listening. 